Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Where have we got to as a society when junior doctors, that's junior doctors are demonised as greedy, as grasping, and as somehow uncaring about the patients. They literally dedicate their entire lives to looking after. Now, junior doctors, it must be emphasised, are the workhorses of the National Health Service, the backbone of our hospitals. And without them, obviously, the National Health Service would collapse. They carried us through our worst national emergency since the war, and now they're being kicked in the teeth repeatedly and very hard. Now, let's just hear this junior doctor completely take down a TV presenter with facts, facts, and nothing but the facts. If a patient who was in need yes. presented themselves to a junior doctor yep. and said, help me, the doctor would help them, strike or no strike. The industrial action is actually, in the end, the same as refusing to help a patient face-to-face. And I'm not uh, saying that I, uh, I think that. No, no, but that, I beg to disagree. I beg to disagree. 500 extra people are dying every single week just because they can't access care. Where is the government when this happens? Junior doctors are striking because people are dying every single week mm. and nobody's doing anything. We don't have any admin staff. There are no nurses. We've got 45,000 vacancies at the moment when we talk about nurses. Junior doctors did this as a last resort. Do you think they're happy doing this? Certainly not. The is thing it, we've got to... Yeah. Understand, these people are our frontline workers. For heaven's I, sake, they're Ubering because they can't pay their rent. I this is a disgrace. Sin- they're trying to bring attention to the fact that the working conditions okay. within hospitals are dire. People are dying. Nobody has been paying attention. Now everybody is, is, yeah. is in front of the screens. Yeah. Now let's talk about this whole 35% pay rise. The media keep zoning in on this critical fact of the whole dispute. Bear in mind, of course, that 77% of eligible junior doctors cast a vote in the British Medical Association's ballot. 98% of them voted for strikes. So that just speaks to the overwhelming feeling that exists amongst our junior doctors. Uh, Just shows the anger, the despair, all of those emotions. Now, the media keep banging on about how unreasonable the 35% demand is. Let's just hear one example and a junior doctor responding. But the government says that 35%, which the BMA want, is just completely unrealistic. And they've said this afternoon, they're just not prepared to sit down if 35% is the first offer that the BMA is putting forward. But that's a problem of their own making. In 2016, Jeremy Hunt, the now Chancellor, was in charge of the strikes then. And he didn't increase pay. He hasn't increased pay since then. The 35% has come because for the last... 10, 15 years, they've not made any changes. If they'd increase pay incrementally year on year by a few percent, then they wouldn't have this bill, this backlog to pay. This is a problem of their own making and they they just need to address it because we've got to breaking point. We don't want to be on strike today. We don't want we don't want to be here. We want to be at hospital helping patients. And, And we can't because it costs us more to come to work However, and pay for childcare when we're doing a night shift and we're working a weekend, then it, then it does, then we earn money and that, that, that can't work. I think the really key point here is that junior doctors aren't asking for a pay rise per se, they're actually asking for a pay restoration. They're asking for their salaries to be restored to where they were back in 2008. That's when the banks plunged this country into economic calamity and expected the rest of society, including junior doctors, 
to pick up the tab because since then the Tories have imposed real terms pay cuts year after year on, for example, junior doctors and nurses and other frontline medical workers who we all depend on. So the real terms pay of junior doctors has collapsed by about 26% since then. So to hike it back up to that level, that means increasing their existing pay by about 35%. That's the legacy of slashing in real terms year after year the junior doctors on whom all of us depend. You cannot get high quality healthcare on the cheap. You've got to pay for it. You have to pay what are overworked, stressed, frontline workers a proper wage because if you don't then you suffer the consequences and we're all suffering the consequences now if you just take burnout for example amongst junior doctors according to a general medical council survey last year it is now at a record high now four in ten junior doctors are actively planning to leave the national health service as soon as they can find another job and that's according to a BMA survey at the end of last year a third of junior doctors are planning to work as doctors in another country in the next years, Australia being the top destination, 83% of them cited pay erosion since 2008, 85% cited the level of current pay, and 83% cited deteriorating working conditions. Now, this is happening. This isn't an empty threat by doctors. This is happening in practice. Indeed, the Times newspaper reported earlier this year record numbers of migration to Australia partly driven by nurses and by doctors. Now, thousands of doctors are indeed leaving the National Health Service for the shores of Australia. Um, last year, nearly 7,000 doctors applied for a certificate abroad. That's up from 5,500 the year before that. One in four of those go to Australia, where hospitals are aggressively targeting NHS doctors, nurses and midwives. Now, we already have, just to think about what this actually means, 124,000 medical vacancies in our NHS in England alone. Now, this is what happens if you strip frontline workers of their wages. You slash their wages. And it, very important that we emphasise, this isn't simply happening to doctors. Real terms pay for nurses is down by about a fifth. Since 2010, a real terms pay cut on ner for nurses of around £5,000 a year. Ridiculous. For midwives and paramedics, around £6,000 less. The consequences of that are contributing to a crisis in recruitment and retention. So if you don't pay them properly, they will just leave and you won't recruit them. People will think that is a very, very difficult, hard and stressful job which it absolutely is. Anybody who knows a junior doctor or a doctor or any medical staff knows how stressful that job is. They're literally dealing with life or death on a daily basis. If you slash their pay by absurd amounts, by thousands of pounds in real terms a year, then you're going to have to pay the consequences and the consequences are a collapsing National Health Service. Now, fortunately, we've got a Labour Party, of course, that will, I'm sure, fight for workers. It was, of course, founded by workers to represent their political interests. Let's just hear what Keir Starmer had to say. I don't think 35% is uh, affordable, but I do think that the role of government is to get in the room, around the table, and to negotiate a settlement. And for very many people whose operations are going to be cancelled, that's exactly what they want the government to do. So yes, I think 35% is unaffordable, but that's not an excuse to sit on your hands and do nothing. Can't even bother to get angry with him, if I'm honest undermining the pay claims, the pay restoration claims of junior doctors, the emphasis should be 
not on both sides coming to meet and all the rest of it, but on the fact that the Tories have driven the National Health Service, as well as other public services, into the ground by not paying NHS workers a proper wage. They've caused a massive crisis in the NHS. One of the reasons we have spiralling waiting lists is, of course, because of these vacancies. That's the consequence of not paying your workers a proper wage. Waiting lists will go up further because of these strikes, obviously, because we depend. that just shows how much we depend on junior doctors. But you know what? This all comes down when people say, oh, where, where's the money come from? Where's the money come from? And the, the point here is about choices, isn't it? Because obviously we created more billionaires than we did. <laughs> well, the wealth of people, the, the, the work of millions of people did because what happens is they create the wealth of millions of people, but a tiny few benefit from it. A record numbers of billionaires were created during the pandemic. Um, you, you've got, you know, a huge surge in wealth, but we don't tax wealth properly in this country. The money is there. I mean, you know, they're splashing, they, you know, some of them generously splashing some of that wealth on funding the Conservative Party to make sure they defend their interests is what they're doing. But, you know, what's more important? Whether or not the super rich are mega, mega, mega rich instead of mega, 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 mega rich. Or life and death, having a health service that functions. That looks after all of us, whoever we are and whatever our circumstances. Because we don't have that NHS at the moment. That NHS is in a state of collapse. Obviously, if we were to tax big businesses, the wealthy individuals who have boomed all the way through all the various crises of the last few years, whilst millions of people have suffered the consequences, then we could actually afford to pay our workers properly and our NHS would be in a much better state than it currently is. But that is about a, a choice being made, and the choice has been made, that the wealth of a tiny few is far more important than the lives and the health of millions of people. Please like and subscribe. So on patreon.com forward slash I'll see you in a bit.